Hey everybody, this is Chad Jordan from Sport Clips. This is another edition of the Hall of Fame podcast. And I am here with uh, one of my favorite people at Sport Clips. You'll find out why in a minute. Uh, but uh, she is a definite Hall of Famer, a member of the artistic team, uh, a star coach in the uh, Pennsylvania and West Virginia area. So without further ado, I'm going to have her introduce herself. Well, thank you for the awesome intro before mm -hmm. that. Hi, guys. I am Maria Jones, um, like Chad had said, area coach for Western Pennsylvania and West Virginia and a part of our national artistic team, which has been awesome. And sometimes I'll interview, it's funny, sometimes I'll interview people and uh, we might have just met or uh, you know, we, we hung out for a little bit. So poor Maria is recovering from two straight days of taking me all over uh, Pittsburgh and then to West Virginia today. And uh, we've had a lot of time in the car, a lot of, uh, we visited, I don't know, 11 stores or something like that yeah. uh a furniture store together <laughs> so we've had uh we've had some good times uh per, permanti per, what is it permanti's brothers permanti brothers okay, so lots we, of mountain dew so those and uh i'm an honorary yinzer now yes okay i yes. think it is so from hanging out uh with this uh pennsylvania native right yes yeah born so, and raised in pittsburgh so what uh so what i'm hoping to accomplish today uh and by the way, hopefully, if you're on YouTube, hi, we're waving at you right now. Uh, you can watch this on YouTube. You can listen, obviously. Most of you are probably listening on iTunes or uh, Google Play. Uh, but what I want to accomplish today is I want to find out th there's, a, there's a journey that everybody takes at, at, to get to Sport Clips and have a, a successful career here. And no two journeys are the same. And I want to continue to paint that, that big picture that no matter where you are right now, if you're a team member or you just started or you've been here a while, there is a path for a very successful career at Sport Clips. And Maria is certainly an example of that. Her, uh, it's not a one-size uh, cookie-cutter uh, model. We, we, we will take, no matter your personality or maybe even your skill level when you come here, uh, we will make you a star if you try your best and try hard enough. And uh, Maria is walking proof of that so uh Thank first you. and foremost you artistic team big deal at sport clips you're is there nine people how many yes nine of us okay there's 90 all on 90 yins nine, on there okay yes. uh-huh and uh you, this was this your first year this is my first okay. year yes. so, you're, so i am one of the five new members all right so this was uh we're, we're recording this in may uh, our national convention has just happened. So this was, was this your first huddle performing on the big stage? It was. Okay. And this was actually my first performance on the stage with the artistic team at the Whoa. huddle. Whoa. So you didn't get any, uh, you know, because there was no caper or anything like that you guys did right. this year. Right. So we've had trainings where mm -hmm. we've met in Georgetown at headquarters. And but trainings are not the same as a live show in front of thousands of There's screaming people. There's not 3,000 people, 3, people yeah. in, for, in the training. How did it go? How did it go? what were your what were your impressions it was amazing um i thought going into it i would be a lot more nervous and scared mm -hmm. than when it came down to it it was just pure adrenaline and fun mm -hmm. it was so awesome to be out there and 
I could hear my team screaming for yeah. me, and that just meant so much. Your team was sitting kind of close, so that, right. you know. I it mean, helps. Poor Frankie, who was yeah. her California team's all the way in the back. Right. But and she, we still heard them, yeah. so she yeah, gets that's a true. lot. Yeah. She does, too. Uh, so uh, did everything go like clockwork up there? Were there any hiccups um, that we didn't see because you guys pulled it off so well? Um, none that I really even noticed myself that there were any hiccups. I think it all went according to what we had planned. We do a lot of training mm-hmm. during the week of the huddle, yeah. early mornings down there, um, you know, finding out the routine with our amazing dancer guys that we had with us. Um, but it went great. Everybody did their part and it was successful. So what does it mean to be on the artistic team? How do you get selected? Like, what can you, can you just give me a recap of what your experience has been like getting there and how you got there? Sure. So um, it means that you get to represent sport clips nationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to go around to the big beauty shows, hair shows around the country representing sport clips in recruiting formats and then also in education where we may be again on a stage or having smaller educational events for different shows. Um, So it is something that you have to be a coach to be able to join. Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of like any other thing, you you apply. You know, they have, it is a two-year term, and then you can do up to four years. So they, the artistic team has actually been around now for five years. Yeah. And um, I had a sister coach who is, we're under the same area developer, who I got to see on it the first four years. And You want to give her a shout out? It's Andrea, okay. Okay. my sister coach. Uh-huh. And um, I loved watching her and cheering her on. And she said, you know, hey, you got to go try for this too. You are the, you're going to be awesome up there, so you really need to apply. Mm-hmm. And as nervous as I was. Um, What's the application process like? What do you do? So you send in a video mm-hmm. of yourself teaching all-star haircutting okay. to talk and do haircutting at the same time and then the more intimidating part was at the coaches huddle you sit down in an interview in front of julie vargas Mm -hmm. and um, vp of career opportunities right and julian Mm -hmm. i I don't even know how to pronounce his name uh begin yeah yeah Mm -hmm. julian the world-renowned julian um so he's the one one and only right he is the guy from paul mitchell that helps us create all of it and get us in order and know us what to do in the existing artistic team before mm-hmm. everybody was done so and you're doing what you're doing that was what, an interview with, you okay know, you so, sit not, with, so it's like seven to ten people just watching you talk and uh-huh. but you're not cutting like, hair or no, te- this was teaching just, or anything right this okay. was just the interview of asking questions in georgetown and, this was at the, the coaches huddle Okay, so yeah, so yes. at te- in Texas. It was in Texas, uh-huh. yes. And, and that's so. when they're making their final decisions, right? Because isn't, isn't the announcement at the coaches' huddle? They, this year, this past year, they announced it on Facebook after okay. the okay. coaches' huddle. So um, they met with us there, those who had applied. Uh-huh. They met with us there to go through that interview process mm-hmm. face-to-face, um, which I get, but that was probably so the most intimidating. You, you, did you really find out on Facebook, or had somebody kind of said, Psst, by the way, no, I really found out on Facebook. All right. So um, they told us they would announce it on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like yeah, refreshing uh, re- my uh-huh. feed all day. Like yeah, Your network goes <laughs> down like right, right at the wrong time. Did I make, am I on mm-hmm. there? And then um, you look one time and you have all these notifications and it's just like, it was pure, again, adrenaline and mm-hmm. excitement. It was awesome to be known. And actually at first I was really, everybody's scared of rejection, you know, mm-hmm. so um back and forth like can I really be on stage do I can I really do this I had a and my husband was the one you know like 
I can tell you want to do it. You mm-hmm. need to at least try. You need yeah. to at least apply. Don't let yourself talk you out of it right. by just thinking that you might not make it. And um, I'm so happy that I did. Well, you're, you're certainly deserving uh, of being on there. And I, I've said this a number of times during my trip to Pittsburgh. This is one of my favorite markets. I think it's one of the best markets well, uh, in all of Sport Clips. Every, I mean, we've been to, there's 30 some stores in the market, mm-hmm. right? And we've been to a, a, about a third of them. Right. And they are, uh, they are just incredible stores The the team members, the, uh, the attitudes, all of that, their, uh, their a- capability. And yeah, I know what you're going to say is we have amazing team. We you do. do, but you're a big part of that well, and, you. and your role in training them and uh, checking in on them and helping them and guiding them. Uh, you're, you're doing something right. You're doing a lot of things right. So, uh, there's a reason that, uh, when we're, we named this podcast hall of fame podcast and then decided who want to be on who we wanted to be on it. And you were, you're on that list for sure. So first of all, welcome to the hall of fame. Thank you for all you're doing. Thank you, Thank you for chauffeuring me around, uh, safely, might of I course. add, uh, with all this Pittsburgh construction and, uh, tunnels and it's, you know, bridges, uh, tunnels. Yeah, very intimidating yes. around here. Uh, but at least so, no snow. So what I've tried not to do is to pick your brain too much on your whole story because I want to just find out about it as we're talking here. Uh, so so take me back a little bit, if you will. Uh, the whole I, I believe if I if I've got the story straight this far though that you've always wanted to be a stylist because you know when yes. beauty school I mean, if i think i heard it right you in high school you went yes. so give, give me give me kind of your your path so i started beauty school at a technical school during high school parkway votech um and the way that program is set up is you start off in 10th grade and you go 10th 11th and 12th grade and um i would go there in the morning mm-hmm. for three hours and then i would go to high school for the afternoon and, and do my you know core academic yeah. classes there so i knew yes i, I always how many to... people are in this kind of program it doesn't feel like there'd be millions of them i mean it's... you would think there would be a, a lot more mm-hmm. um i'd say we probably had about 25 to 30 mm-hmm. in our in our group there so i mean still a, a good amount but um it it was awesome and you know at that time, the stylist dream was kind of like a, a right now thing. Mm-hmm. For the parents, it was more of, okay, you do this, right. but then you're going to go to college. Yeah. So make sure you still go to college. Mm-hmm. And I stuck to my word. I went to a community college for about three years. Mm-hmm. And then I became a coach and said I was going to take a small break and kind yeah. of... Years later, yeah, here you are. here I am. And, yeah. and that's okay. And I am grateful for the years I did put into that. Um, so I graduated. I actually had my cosmetology license before graduating high school. So uh, were you in a salon? I mean, what were you doing? So Sport Clips was my first job. Okay. Not just my first salon job, but my so first what, job what ever. Year, what year is this that we're talking about? So the first Sport Clips opened in Pittsburgh in our area in 2005. So and, and this is you. That was me. I so, opened with the very first store here. I wonder, I mean, I wonder if Sport Clips is waiting and waiting and waiting to come to Pittsburgh until uh, Maria, what's your maiden name again? Cousins. Cousins. 
was ready. And yes. then they're like, all right, now we got the perfect person uh, picked out, handpicked. So yeah. Gordon said, all right, now now it's he time. Knew. All right, he so knew. 2005, yeah, and PA 101. PA 101. And funny story there is, you know, my mom, I turned 16 in March. Mm. Store opened in April. So mm. this is end of March. I turned 16. Mom's like, time for a job. Okay. So Man, she saw, she's like kicking yeah, you out of the yeah, nest already. She was, you know? no, but time for a job. Start to get some here, right, responsibility. So yeah. I was ready and I was fine with that. Um, and she said, I saw the place saying they're going to be opening. Let's go check it out. Sports clips. And, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so um, we go and, you know, she stays in the car. She said, go in and get an application. And I go in and I come out and I said, I'm hired. And she's like, it's not, it doesn't work <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh-huh. You Clearly you you're got, mistaken. <laughs> you got yeah. an application. Uh-huh. You'll come back. And um, no, I, I mean, they, I was hired on as a coordinator from the moment I filled out my application. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as looking back now, you hire a, a lot of people during the grand yeah, opening process. Right, yeah. uh, so the store, <laughs> store literally hadn't opened yet? Or they did was... not open yet. I was okay. there for the grand opening wow. process. So See? it was construction being built. The ne- coming soon, you know, big uh-huh. banner was in front, and I walked in for an application. And uh, you started as a coordinator. How long before you could cut hair there? So I was a coordinator for about a year and a half. Uh-huh. To, to about two years and then uh, you know right as I was turning about 18 was when I was finishing up my hours and became a stylist and um stayed at 101 did you go to another yes okay. I have stayed at 101 my entire time mm-hmm. um they can you can still find me there sometimes yeah now. Well, that's right okay so that's the they one can't that kick you, me out if right. they want to so on a on a on a Saturday. On a Saturday, yeah, some Saturdays you can there. still find me, and some clients wait for those Saturdays, I, I which can, has been awesome. I can vouch. We went to 101, and while there, one of her clients came in, and his eyes lit up, thinking she was there that on an off day right. to cut hair, and of course she wasn't. We were I just had stopping to let in. Him down. Yeah, uh huh. Daniel, but he had was to in good hands. Down. He was. You know, yes, with, he he knows uh-huh. that he can still go in and be in very good hands with that team. So, uh, how how long are you there before uh, you know the whole rise to I think assistant manager and then eventually co- like yes. how long does that, how long does that so take? So I was with the store for. I was a stylist for about a year before I became an assistant manager mm-hmm. for the store. And then um, as after working for the company for five years, um, our market grew enough that we had an opportunity for a coach. Mm-hmm. Before that, we were the only store. And then we no, started to sure. grow little by little. And at first, we were actually more of a corporate store until an area developer took over the territory as it grew. Mm-hmm. So as that happened, we had room for a coach and kind of like the artistic team process you know they put out there if does anybody want to have this position and it was very part-time at first what drew you to wanting to see about being a coach I mean I I don't know enough about coaches I I wish I knew everything but there you're not in a store every day and you love cutting hair obviously and you love dealing with your clients so what was the appeal about being a coach as well that kind of made you want to go for it I love helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved what I I love what I do, and I did love what I did then, and I wanted to help other people love what they do. So and I, training them and and yes, gu- I, guiding. Okay, I feel like the more I could help them become successful, the happier that they could be at their job. And I believe it's a revolving cycle. If you're happy at work, you're more successful, mm-hmm. and then the more successful you are at work, yeah. usually the happier you are. 
And the more clients want to be in your chair, the happier you are there. Mm -hmm. So I felt that if I could build other people's confidence, um, that was something that personally myself, you know, I went into beauty school a little bit too because like, hey, I need some more Mm self-confidence. This will help. So finding the stylist that if I could help them build up that confidence and become very successful, I was like, this is my calling. Mm -hmm. This is really what I need. Uh, so when you transition, how, how hard is at first, I mean, now you're a pro at it. I don't want to say old pro cause you're, you know, you're still young and, uh, but, uh, the transition from, all right, I'm cutting hair every day. You know, I was going to say six days a week, but it's probably eight days a week. <laughs> uh, you're, you're cutting hair a ton to, all right, now I'm cutting hair some days and coaching other days. And now it's basically you're coaching most of the time. And on Saturdays you might be cutting hair. Uh, how how tough was that transition uh, to being a coach? Um, it actually was not that t- tough for me, considering it was a kind of long process until mm-hmm. we grew big enough mm-hmm. that I was a full time coach. Okay, so you weren't doing um, training like probably right now. You're probably doing a training how many times a week? Right now, I at least have about three training classes a week. Okay, um, depending on the week, depends, you know. But back in the day, it was probably every three weeks you were doing a training. Right? Or something, yeah. Right? When I first started, it was maybe two classes a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I, I was able to still be full time in the store, and I was able to still be an assistant manager. And then it came to you know once a week, and then twice a week I would do classes or be a coach. And at first, I stepped down as assistant as I felt I wasn't helping you know I I wasn't able to be there to open and close and do the duties that I needed Mm -hmm. and then um it moved to and I say it was easy but I'm still there Mm -hmm. so it really hasn't been to the point where I can completely leave and it's because I just love it I love my clients I love being behind the chair I love my team that I work with there I love my team everywhere but it's it's hard to stop doing what you love I, I I I find uh now having spoken to a number of man- uh, coaches who uh, were either a manager or assistant manager or had been in the store a lot, that's what they miss the most is being part of a mm-hmm. team, right? And mm-hmm. so they feel like, now I'm a coach. I'm not necessarily in a store. So you kind of have almost the best of both worlds, it feels like. Yeah, it does. Um, so can you describe, I mean, you're, uh, are, you, are you still considered a newlywed? How long has it been? It's almost two years. This October okay. will be two years. Okay. So right. I, yeah, you're old married couple at this right. point. But yeah. so how how are you finding that balance of of now being married? Uh, you got uh, a pit bull. What's, I do. What's, what's my the dog's name? Kashi is Kashi. my baby, okay. my fur right. baby. Your fur baby. Okay. Yes. So you have a little family. Yes. Uh, so how how is that balance working for you? And are you able to kind of set time boundaries and and all of that kind of stuff with uh, with your role? Um, my husband is awesome. He's very supportive. Uh, like I had mentioned, he was someone that encouraged me to mm-hmm. take on more and join the artistic team or at least apply for that. Um, he sees how happy I am and what I do and mm-hmm. he loves that. So he is very supportive of me. Even though we're newlyweds, we have been together 10 years. So mm-hmm. we've, we've learned over the years how to balance our, you know, we've had a lot of different schedules over yeah. the years. Um, you know, being a full-time stylist, we work different times. Mm -hmm. Um, his schedules have changed over the years. So you just make it work. I mean, you find time for each other when you can, and you always find time for each other. I don't want to say when you can, because, Mm -hmm. you know, he's first and foremost and, um, he does the same for me. So as long as we always put each other first, we know that when we are doing other things for work or anything else, it's it's not that you're mad at that person or not thinking about them, but you're, you're taking, uh, 
taking care of your business. And when people come in and bring them from Manny's home. Oh yeah, no, he's, when, he's when, eating well. Yeah. <laughs> he, he might have to get he might have to get a second round of that uh, that today. But uh, so one one of the, something I'm interested in finding out from you is uh, so you're you're this coach on this I was gonna say path to stardom, but you're already there. You're on the artistic team, and you're you're a big deal. But what do you wish team members in the store knew about or th- coaches? Uh, or are there any perceptions that maybe went, well, it's a little weird for you because you were the first coach in the market, right? Or one of the first coaches, right. if I remember the story right, from what you just said. Uh, but what do you wish they knew? So like, when you walk in the store, I wish every stylist team member knew this about me or about coaches in general. We all start off the same page. Mm-hmm. We all start off in beauty school, even though we may have taken different paths to get to sport clips or to find the career, you know, the, the salon or store that we love. Um, we all start off the same. And if you're passionate about what you do, you, that's how you make it. And you get so far so that I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I still see myself as, you know, if I'm in the store doing a success check, I'm honestly more of a coordinator because I don't want the stylist to feel like I'm just there to be anyone above them, but I'm, I'm one of them. So you're literally, I mean, when you come in for a success check, are you vacuuming? Oh, are yes. Are you checking I'm in clients? Vacuuming, and, okay. making steam towels if I need to. Um, you know, I'll even run to Starbucks for mm-hmm. them if I need to. All so right. Well, you have that on record, everybody. Yeah. In the Pittsburgh and... Uh, Pennsylvania, the area, the West Virginia area. Just, she's. Uh, I, I have it on good authority. Also, you'll do Krispy Kreme rice. I, I, I well, or, or peace, love, and there little we donuts. Go. Maybe yes. Uh, if Krispy Kreme is a little hard to find uh-huh. in the Pittsburgh area. We only have about one, so mm. I can't always guarantee that. Yeah. But I, I do love to bring treats. I show up with cookies or donuts at times, and not every visit, but you know, it's it's what, nice what, for the surprises. What, what are what are some of the challenges that you find yourself having to navigate around being a coach? Uh, is it the distance and the, the travel that you got to do kind of getting from store to store, the trainings? or uh, what, what are some of the things that if you had a magic wand, you'd weigh them away, but you, you find yourself, uh, uh, you know, overcoming? Yeah, I, I'd say the distance of some of the stores. If mm-hmm. I had a magic, if I could just have more time in a day mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, to not just show up at a store for a success check, but to show up just to say, hey, yeah. I just want to say hi. I just want to come see how you guys are doing and okay. not let them think, oh, every time she's here, it's to, to look and see what's going on. Right. But you, you, um, they could hang. Right. You know. um, so if anything, just a little more time, yeah, to mm-hmm. get maybe a little more personal with the teams. I mean, I got to tell you, so from now going to 11 stores, I will uh, – your, your recall and your ability to – know who's going to be in the store not just the managers but assistant managers team members uh i don't even know how long they've been there but you're giving me you're making me look good because i'll go in there acting like i know everybody by first name and all this stuff and and really it's you so it seems like you have pretty good relationships with uh, with the stores well thank you i try um i think it helps when they they are recognized from all around Mm -hmm. um you know manage our managers do a great job recognizing their team but when you have someone that you only see sometimes every once in a while, it's nice that if they can remember you or something about you, it, I feel like it helps. I hope that it helps them realize um, that they are a huge part of, of every team. I think that's one of the things that made this trip so fun is that 
you you literally got to kind of let your hair down and we were just going to hang yes. out with stores it, like you didn't have to do a success check yes. i loved we, it we were just we were just going there and to, checking in yeah. what are what are some of the things i mean this is amazing that you one one oh one. You you've been here and you were one of one oh one. Yes. Like you you've been here since the first store in the state opened. So you've got to see what is that, fourteen years ago? Yeah. Two thousand and five. Yes. Right? So you've got to see sport clips catch fire and this is one just a great market for us. So uh, what are some what are some of the things that you've seen over the year? Can you over the years describe to me what it's been like to, to look at it from this perspective instead of somebody like me who, who breezes in and now sees everything. And is like, oh, what a great area. But you've kind of seen it take off. So uh, walk, walk me through that process if you can. It, it has been awesome to watch the growth. Um, just even at first, nobody knew. Like I would tell people I worked at Sport Clips, mm-hmm. and they're like, what's that? Mm-hmm. Can you sell me a baseball card? Right, yeah, exactly. Or, or yep. some, you do sell jerseys. Uh-huh. And at so the like time, we had again. some memorabilia on oh, the wall, right, yeah. but not. I'm like, no, come in for a haircut. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great experience. You have to come see us. Um, so to go from that to seeing advertisements on TV, um, you know, our the Pirates are our baseball team, and mm-hmm. we advertise with them. Yeah. And to see the growth has it's it's been awesome. It, it's been so cool to see. You walk around, and I have in uniform, and clients are like, "Oh, well, which mm-hmm. one do you work at? Yeah. I, I go there. Um, I need. I should come see you." Or, "Hey, do you have a coupon? I see that you're yeah. from Sport Clips, <laughs> and you know how which mm-hmm. one? Uh, it's it's just truly really amazing to watch that growth happen. Um, it's got to feel like. I mean, there's got to be some pride can be you know pride comes before a fall but there's some like but you can be proud as a parent too you know proud of your kids so there's got to be some proud moments for you of like ownership where you 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 are a big part of the success in this market it's no coincidence that you're still here and this market is doing so well so can you uh just is that what it feels like? Like when you're, when you're, what's Kashi? What's your dog's name? Kashi, okay. yes. When, when uh, brings you the ball or whatever, <laughs> and you're like, yes, I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. Is that kind of what this, uh, this attitude that you take towards uh, the growth here? And- Definitely, yes. It is, it's been awesome. And I love that I can see even stylists that have started off and thinking, oh, I can't do this. And coming back and seeing, you know, they come to another training class and they say, oh my gosh, from Get Your Game On, I, I had $4 in take home per client the week after. And hearing those things just makes me feel so nice that people are growing and realizing how great of a company it is because mm-hmm. it is. And when you can love what you're doing, like I said, it's it just makes everybody so much happier. So I do take a lot of pride in that, that we have become such a great market. Um, we have three stores that have been platinum, mm-hmm. uh, four, because one in West Virginia also, four yep. stores that have been platinum within last year. Um, one that we swears just, they're going to be a million-dollar store well, this year. Oh, they will be. Okay. There's, there's, We're going to have a million-dollar store next year. Um, if anyone doesn't know this already, we just won the Logan Trophy yeah, in this area. Yeah. So um, 108, shout out to PA 108 mm-hmm. for winning that. Um, and, you know, I really try not to take a lot of the pride because it really is those, the, those teams are the ones doing all of the hard work. I'm not behind the chair seven days a week anymore doing that. But it 
I feel proud of their successes, and I it makes me smile well, that, watching all of that. That's why I get to come along and uh, grab the horns uh, and toot all the horns of uh, for everybody because yeah, a, a, around sport clips. In fact, we've had uh, other podcasts that we recorded during this trip, and they've all deflected to the team or whoever. The team leader says it's the manager. The manager says it's the team members. Uh, all of that you are obviously saying it's uh, it's the stylists and, and all of them uh, but from our perspective and from my perspective uh, coaches are a huge reason why sport clips is so popular across the country and why um, don't tell other people but coaches are my favorite people at oh, sport clips so well, ju- just don't don't let that out we'll cut we'll I'll tell you what we'll cut that part okay. out uh, of the podcast but uh, what would you say uh, uh, what what is the perfect? personality uh, trait or type to make up a great coach um you definitely have to be encouraging okay um i think that not a nitpicker i mean i mean you're doing success checks but you right but you're not coming in to lay the hammer down right what they're doing great at Um, really being encouraging lifting them up and and you know if there are things that they could improve just really explaining What's in it for them? Why? What it will do for them if they change maybe what they're doing? Um, and I definitely have learned a lot within my ads over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Rosemary Gozier. She has taught me a lot of that, and mm-hmm. really to how to focus on the good, how to uplift. Um, and I think that's a huge part about being a coach. Um, you know, when you any coach, you, a lot of people you know, think about their sport coach, sporting coach growing up as Mm -hmm. a big part of their life because they teach you certain lessons that's not just about that sport. And that's what I hope that stylists take back is, you know, even if they're not with sport clips for life, even though I hope they all are, Mm -hmm. um, thinking back. You you better be, I'm just putting that out (laughs) there. If you're listening to this, you better be sport clips for life. But, um, but that they're taking things back and really still holding on to them. So I think that being encouraging is one of the, the biggest things and you have to be knowledgeable and stay up on the training yourself. Um, you know, if, like I said, I've been on sport clips 14 years. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be as great as I am now if I didn't have all of the other training throughout the years to stay up on the times and what's new and what's out and, and all of that. Too. Well, I feel like from, from the coaches I know, certainly from knowing this about you, uh, it's not just a job. Oh, you, no. you know, a job, you can clock in, you clock out. You don't really care what happens after hours. Uh, you, you only show up to do the min- bare minimum, you know, on a lot right. of jobs. But it feels like this is life and it family. Is. It, it is. I, I definitely feel like it's family. Um, Sport Clips has been my life. I, yeah. Actually, at this half point, your life. yes, yeah. nearly pretty much half of my life has been mm-hmm. with Sport Clips, and I couldn't be more blessed actually mm-hmm. to have a better part of my big chunk of life to it's sixty years to, to go. I, I'm mean, ready. Yeah. I, yeah. I told EJ he can't let go of me as uh-huh. I get too old right, here. You right. know, you have to. He can't, can't put you out the pasture. He'll have no, to find, he'll right. find some use for you. Right. Uh, what uh, and I got? I got a list of questions over here. I'm getting ready to get to. But uh, what kind of advice would you give? Maybe a manager. Most of your stores are just like you rattled them off. Are through the roof. But there's others that they have a leap to make still. Mm-hmm. What kind of advice now that you have such good stores in this market uh, that have made that leap? What kind of advice, having seen those of that leap, would you give the stores that need to still kind of take that step up? 
uh, what would you tell those managers they need to probably work on as just uh, an overall um, group? You know, um, a big part of the huddle this year was, um, and I, got, I was blessed to be a part of it with Brittany Fitzgerald, mm -hmm. but um, do it with passion. Mm -hmm. If you're doing something, put your all into it. Because if you're going to just put half of yourself or just show up to clock in, you're not doing the team, the store, you're not really doing anything for even yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're just working somewhere to, to do the minimum, you'll never really be happy. Mm -hmm. And um, when you, everybody says, you, you know, if you're happy at what you do, you never work a day in your life. Yeah. And I truly believe that. I, I love what I do. I love that I can enjoy going to work and, you know, never have to dread that. So do what you do, do it with passion um, and believe in yourself. You can always overcome anything that you think you cannot. Don't let any type of rejection hold you down, whether it's recommending something to a client or attempting at becoming the new store manager or anything. Keep trying. Get back up and keep trying. It never stop. I like that. And hashtag dream job. Yeah, hashtag I mean, dream this, job. This yes. could be a dream job if you want it to be. Oh, and, yes. Uh, it is a dream job. It. So if, if you... You have to work. You have to put your all into it. But when you do that, it, it gives right back to you. Yeah. I, I love it. All right. Uh, I, I know the last couple of days you've barely, with your fingernails, been holding on because I, I've been wearing you out. We've been driving all over the place. So I'm going to wind down my trip right now with you with these last 10 questions. If you can survive these 10, we're officially, we've made it. Okay. All right. So um, number one. Uh, which superpower would you most like to have? I think it would be amazing to be able to heal others, seeing them in pain or in sorrow and being able to uplift and, and heal them. Well, you kind of do that when you cut hair, right? I mean, I got this really bad sense. haircut. I come into your location and you make me feel better and better about myself. I have this great experience. Yeah. So maybe that's, that's part of your heart. Uh, what is your personal motto? Live in the dream. Like I'm living it. the dream. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Other than where you live now, where else in the world would you most like to live? I'm coming. I'm coming to California. So, <laughs> I repped right. my so California that's shirt why you're today. Wearing. Okay, Frankie for Delgado. For Chad and shout yeah. out to Frankie uh, Delgado so for helping. To, uh, I'm coming to California. San Diego. Okay. I highly recommend. Or Santa Barbara. We, we, we'll take you. Who is a celebrity you'd most like to meet one day? Oh, that's a hard one. I don't really kind of get hyped up over certain mm -hmm. celebrity type things but um one person I love is, is Chelsea Handler she's a comedian yeah. and a lot of people see her as very harsh or comedian but when you really I've read a lot of her books mm -hmm. and um there she does a lot of good behind her humor okay. she doesn't just use it as some people see it as you know odd ways but yeah. um she does a lot of good behind it so okay. I think it'd be awesome to meet her which words or phrases do you most overuse I think um okay. I think that's a natural mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. also watch your tongue don't speak too fast so okay. just kind of the um okay. pause uh, I don't know what else All right. not yins oh yins mm -hmm. I, yeah I mm -hmm. definitely use I think yins. if you use it once you use it too much that's just my <laughs> personal opinion being originally from North Carolina uh, y'all is, is, is the proper way to say you and by the time he goes uh, home, guys, he'll okay. be Okay. Yes. All right. We'll see. What sound or noise do you love? Laughter. Hearing people happy. What sound or noise do you hate? 
whiners or excuses. Oh boy, you've hated the last two days in the car with me. I can just tell then. That's all. It's been nothing but whining from how cold it is here to how hot it is here to the construction and the tunnels. Anyways, uh, number eight, what profession other than your own would you have been good at or at least have wanted to try? Um, I think psychology. Mm-hmm. Everybody, a lot of my friends tell me I'm a good listener. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that plays into being a stylist. Yeah, as for is. sure. I mean, we, you're doing it already. We listen to a yeah. lot, um, but I, the the little bit I did go to college, I did take a few psychology classes, nice. and it really interested me the the way that you know a lot of that works. Mm-hmm. What do you consider your greatest achievement? Seeing some of my teams successful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, see, many of your teams. Ma- all of my teams yes. as, as successful as they are, yeah. and. Um, you know, I have people come up to me and, and quite often and say, I want to do what you do. Mm-hmm. How do I get there? And that just makes me feel great that I can be an example for people to that they can see that I can make it there. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you see the big stage or the big things as something that you'll never make it to as a stylist. Only certain people get there and they see that they're in a great spot with a great company that they can. Last but not least, you ready? Okay. And then you're done. You can drop me off at the airport and just <laughs> kick me out. Uh, if heaven indeed exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome home. Welcome home. We're, we're waiting for you. Nice. Uh, well, hey, you're a Hall of Famer, uh, artistic team member, one of my favorite coaches in well, one of my you. favorite markets. And now one of my favorite podcast guests. So uh, we will definitely have to do this again. How about how about this? When you win Coach of the Year at some point for uh, at, at a huddle, we'll have a follow up. That sounds and, great. And we'll, so next year. Okay, let's so do it. So next, next year. Next year we'll uh, have the follow up. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about more stuff about hey, how did you win Coach of the Year? What did you do? And and, and all that kind of stuff. So I can't wait for that podcast. This one's been fun. It's been a great week. Thank and, you. It has uh, been. I, and. It's been a great week having you in town. Yeah. Everyone has been super excited it's, it's with all the awesome. shout outs. You, so you, thank did, you. you did a great job prepping everybody. So, so we've had fun. So thank you, uh, Maria. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll have another uh, edition for you next week. Thanks again. Thank you.